Hello and welcome. I'm Lori Hardy, and thanks for listening in as we continue to talk with leaders in our community. Joining us today is Doc Springer, Dr. Shauna Springer, from the Stella Center, where they do a procedure called the Stella Ganglia Block. She has brought with her a patient, Kevin Briggs, to share his before and after story of going through this procedure. Well, hi, and thank you for doing this on such short notice. This is just brilliant. Here with us today is Dr. Shauna Springer, we call her Doc, and she has been on the show before to talk about a procedure called the Stella Ganglia Block. And today she has with her somebody who's actually going to go through this procedure. So I am just going to give it up to you, Doc, and let you tell us all about it and introduce Kevin. Sorry, I'm really excited to be here. So we have Kevin Briggs with us today. And I would say that Kevin is a national treasure. Kevin is known by many as the guardian of the Golden Gate. He served in the, the California Highway Patrol and has personally saved over 200 people from taking their lives by jumping off the, the Golden Gate Bridge. And so I think a lot of times we think about, you know, the people that save others and have that impact and sometimes overlook the fact that trauma is a human universal and we all have trauma in our lives. And one of the bravest things that Kevin has done to me is to be willing to share his story and be able to talk through the Stelly ganglion block procedure as he goes through this. So without any further ado, Kevin, um, do you want to share anything about your background or, or how you're feeling about the SGB procedure? Sure, sure. Well, I'm very much looking forward to the procedure and everything I've read about it is fantastic. So, uh, you know, there's always, you're always a little apprehensive and I've had a lot of surgery. If I've had testicular cancer when I was 20 years old and, and just all sorts of things, head injuries and, and a lot of different things in my life. But I am looking forward to this because I've, I had some trauma way back when I was a very, very young kid. And, and it's hard for me to even speak about these days. Only a few people really know all the details, but I can share with you, it was from a neighbor and it was very traumatic and it went on for quite some time. And I see these images at night when I'm trying to sleep and it occurs very frequently. So I'm hoping it will help with that. Besides all the things that we see when we're working with a police department, the highway patrol, you know, unfortunately you see a lot of things. So that stuff builds up like bricks on your back. And if we don't take care of these things, they can ruin you. You know, they can cause a lot of havoc. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to tomorrow. So how did you hear about this procedure, Kevin? I believe you reached out to me and we were talking about it, Dr. Springer, and with another lady that she works with, Val, and we had become yeah. friends uh, on Facebook and, and different ways. And then we actually got together and, and spoke about it. And they said, hey, there's this procedure that's been around for some time, if I'm correct. And you know, if you'd like, look into it and see what you think. And I looked into it and I said, wow, this may be something for me. So we chatted more and more about it. And it looks like, hey, let's give this a try. I've done therapy as far as talk therapy. I've done some medications for depression. And I've also done uh, EMDR, eye movement desensitization and reprocessing. And all have their benefits, but I'm really looking forward to this tomorrow to try this. And also, since I am a presenter and I, and I get to go out and talk to folks, this is something else in my tool bag that I can share with people 
that may help them because I, I get to talk to a lot of people every year doing presentations. And if the more experience I have that I can share with folks, boom, the more people that we all can help. It was Val that did introduce us, our mutual friend. She had interviewed you for her podcast. And I wanted to have you on my new podcast, The Story of Our Trauma. And I thought we would talk about all the lives you saved. And we very quickly got into not only your background as a police officer and in the army as well, but some of your childhood trauma and decided that that would be such a valuable story. And then I said, Kevin, are you suffering you know, from any of these symptoms? Maybe we could, we could help and support. And so that's kind of where it took off from there. So is that the first you'd ever heard of it, Kevin? Yes, it is. And the more I talk to folks about it, they haven't heard about it, but that's okay. You know, and I believe this has been around for quite some time. I hear people say, oh, it's something new. It must be new out there. Uh, it hasn't. I think it's been around for some time. People just haven't heard about it. So it's, it's a great, it's another option that people can look at, you know, as very, very possibly very beneficial to them. Dr. Springer, it's been around, but not for trauma. Yes, it's been around since 1926, so almost 100 years. And it's been around for trauma since 2008. So it's not new, even for trauma but it's been used mostly for pain for most of the century that it's been around. So what does it look like for you to walk into this? Today is Tuesday. You're going to get it done tomorrow. Is there anything you have to do to prepare for it? I think I just go in. I'm not supposed to eat anything for, for several hours before this. And I've had heart surgeries, so I'm supposed to stop my blood thinners, which I've done. And, and this is in concurrence with my heart specialist. So we've, we've worked through all that. Tomorrow I go in around 8.30 and within the hour, it should be complete. And I'm wow. hoping to be allowed to, to video this. We can share it with people to show them the procedure and what this is like. This to me is really exciting to watch you walk through this. Now, Shauna, will you be there with him? I will. I'm going in with Kevin. I have also another patient I've referred who is a woman who's had a sexual trauma that we're treating. And I have a friend who is a Marine from a unit that has lost more to suicide than any other unit in the Marine Corps. Whenever possible, I try to bring people in in groups and have them kind of go through it together because especially for veterans, they form a sense of tribe very quickly sometimes with other good people. And it's a comfort to them uh, to go through it. So I'll be there providing overwatch for all of them tomorrow. And is there anything you have to do? Well, there is some preparation. You know, it can be a pretty big shift. People who have trauma sometimes get kind of an emotional freezing of their emotions for many years to prepare people that there may be a big emotional shift. And it's a good shift. Some people break down with tears of relief. Some people have strong emotions that they haven't really gotten in touch with sometimes for, for years or decades. I really want all of our doctors and providers, and whenever possible, I'm able to be there for my friends and people like Kevin that are people I really care about, want to support, because that can happen. And it's a good thing, but it's a big shift. So just preparing people mentally for that possibility, because it's not like a lot of other therapies that take weeks or months to really develop and have an effect. It can be, like Kevin said, very quick. And we usually know within about 30 minutes if it's been helpful to someone. Is this something that lasts a long time or do you have to do it every 10, five or 10 years? It can last a very long time in some cases. So I've been involved in this for now about five years since the first patient I accompanied through care. 
And it depends on a couple things. First, like what people do with the opportunity. So if people go back to a very high stress lifestyle, they continue to do things like drinking or using drugs or whatever was kind of keeping them in a bad place, then they can have those symptoms come back. But if people use this as a window of opportunity to do something new and they do therapy and they apply mindfulness and meditation and use all of their tools, it can last for years, but it doesn't make us immune to stress. So I've had a few patients during the pandemic who have been doing great. And then they've had a huge stressor event and some of their trauma symptoms have returned. So it depends on a few things, but it can last for years. Wow. Well, I wish you the best of luck, Kevin. I am so excited to check back in with you. I've interviewed Dr. Shauna and also Dr. Lipov about adoptive parents who have experienced trauma and are getting this procedure. Well, we're excited. It's going to be a special couple of days and I hope it works for Kevin as much as it's worked for many other people that I've taken through treatment. Do you have any stories that you want to share about other people? Do you have anything? Sure. You want to- there was two people today that posted on LinkedIn. One is Crystal Romero. So if they post publicly, I can talk about them sharing their treatment stories. She is part of the committee that helped with the Vanessa Guillen Act. She has had military trauma. She's had the SGB and she posted about that just today. And the other was a Marine uh, named Hiram Figueroa who was treated. And he has like 116,000 LinkedIn followers. He's just a powerhouse. And so he does LinkedIn seminars and he shared his treatment experience and just said, you know, I haven't felt this good in many, many years, decades. It's really restored me to the way I used to feel. I see these outcomes almost every single day. Everyone is special and it's exciting. And I, I love this work. The best part about doing therapy is you get to see that moment where someone, their life just changes. SGB allows that to happen in combination with therapy. And I get to see that kind of transformation. Here are some other stories from the Stella Center. Kira is a childhood trauma survivor before SGB. Ooh. Uh, well, hopefully changed my life. Never really told very many people about this except for maybe two humans, but so I dealt with uh, long-term chronic child abuse of pretty much any kind, um, including sexual. In my 20s, there's a lot of like just abusive relationships, you know, because that cycle, I was in that kind of mentality that I deserved everything and and now I'm to the point where I'm terrified to even leave my house because I'm just waiting for to be attacked kind of. Also in my late 20s I developed a a chronic illness. I'm a musician and business owner and I went from being a workaholic and playing in seven bands and just being super active and social to pretty much confined to my house and terrified to like go check the mail. I'm here because I'm desperate for a change. After SGB. Maybe five to 10 minutes after that first shot, I started feeling kind of like a warmth come over me and I noticed my anxiety levels started going down and I just felt really calm and my pain levels went down just a little bit. And they took me in for the second one. And as they were wheeling me back out 
to the resting area, I could feel it like way more immediately and pain levels continued to go down. And I'd say for the first time in three years, my pain levels were at a one or a two instead of five to nine. It was pretty awesome. I think there's a lot of correlation with some people between being in a constant state of trauma in your mind and then chronic chronic pain, you know, just hyperactive nerves just sending signals like crazy because they can't, they don't come out of that fight or flight response. There's still general calm, which is really nice. I haven't felt that way. Well, I don't even really know what to do with myself because I don't know if I've ever felt that kind of level calm in my brain. It's Kira wants others to know that SGB, used in combination with other treatments, has given her a better chance at healing and finally living a life that is hers. Louise's story, law enforcement officer. Everybody will say you're either dead or you're alive, and you're alive. They expect you to be happy to be alive. There's so many other things that come along with that traumatic experience. It's not as easy to continue living when you have other things affecting you. People just won't understand what's going on in your head. I was a police officer for five years. September 13, 2018, I was involved in a shooting. I was uh, shot six times while conducting a traffic stop. As a result of that, I was unable to walk for close to two years. I think where I really realized that something was wrong was when I just couldn't feel affection for my son. Prior to the treatment, he was afraid of me. Now, my son and I are best friends. We hug every day. I tell him how much I love him. and he. He loves being around me. The treatment itself, it, it almost felt like for the first time in a long time, I was able to interact with people and, and feel this warmth again, where before I couldn't even feel affection. I didn't want to speak to anybody. Now, I just find so much pleasure in interaction, you know, especially with my son. It's like night and day. Shannon's story. I really do a hatchet job on myself. I become hypercritical. Intensive care nurse Shannon before the stellate ganglion block. I'm fat, I'm ugly, I'm not a good nurse, I'm not smart enough, I'm not, you know, I'm not enough. That's really at the end of the day, I, I'm not enough. Shannon, three months later. I'm strong and fierce and capable, but fragile and feminine and, you know, and loving. And it's not that I don't feel things, I do. It's part of what makes me wonderful at my job. Just weeks after getting the shot, Shannon had the confidence to move from treating COVID patients in a New York City hospital to a similar job in Houston. Leaving to go to Texas to battle the coronavirus, 2,000 miles away from everyone and everything I know and love and have been around my whole life was not something I would have even considered a few months ago before the procedure. Unlike other therapies, SGB patients do not need to relive their trauma. When I tell people, I don't need to know. I don't care. I don't care what was done to you, who did, when, how often, makes no difference. Let me help you. That's a very powerful thing for somebody. And now back to Doc Shauna Springer and Kevin for the afterglow of the procedure. Let's go. Tell me about it. It went so smooth. And Dr. Springer was there to Actually, they walked me through everything at the location, but having Dr. Springer there was a big asset and help for me because she was right there with me the whole time too. I don't care how macho you are, how big you are. When you're going into surgery, you're a little apprehensive. And I noted this, it's kind of like 
before I go up and do presentations, your anxiety builds up and like, oh, because you're out of control. You don't know what's going to happen. Everything should go smooth as they tell you, but you never know. But everything went smoother than smooth. And how did you feel? After when they wheeled me out of the operating room, and mind you, I was only there, Dr. Spring, I don't know, 20 minutes maybe? Yeah, it was about 15. Yeah, it, it wasn't very long. And if people are concerned about pain from needles, yes, this wasn't anything to be concerned about. It really wasn't. Wheeled me back in and they said, these are some of the things that may happen. I think my eyelid drooped a little bit. A couple of little things that went away that same day, yesterday is when this occurred and all went smooth. I, you know, I said, you might have a sore throat, a couple of things. I didn't have any of that, but they made me aware of everything that this is what could happen. This is how long they should last. If you're concerned about anything, when you leave, call us right away. So it went very, very smooth. And they even checked on me. They checked on me this morning. When I was all done, I, I felt more at ease. And now I slept some when we came back because this was done at nine o'clock in the morning or so. When we came back, I slept for a while and then I wanted to get a bunch of work done. So I did the big mistake of having coffee at 4 p.m. I don't learn. I'm slow. So that kept me up last night. But I'm hoping this will really help with my sleep the next few days. I'm hoping things will, will come around into that but as far as the procedure, it went very smooth. All the folks there were kind, polite, and they were very thorough. I mean, I, it was like I was going in for a heart transplant or something. It was They wanted to make sure everything was set and good. And But, you know, out of a one to 10, these were all 10s. It, it was just wonderful. And I'm very thankful Dr. Springer was there to guide me along the process too and to talk about it. You said you were taking several people. So you had a group of people going in? There were three people yesterday. Kevin was the first one. The doctor was kind enough to allow us to film because Kevin wanted to share his story of the OR yesterday. So I'm in the operating room with Kevin and he did beautifully. Like he was obviously a little bit nervous, like everybody else that goes in for this. And I was when I got it. So that's totally normal. But he really tuned into the process and I was watching his blood pressure and it came down during the procedure in this like really neat way. And he was just breathing and kind of meditating through it. And he's just wonderful. Yes. Uh, there were three people, Kevin, and then a Marine that was treated just after that. And then a female patient that was treated right back to back. And so each of them were in for about 15 minutes. We'll see how it works for for all of them now. Did they have an opportunity to chat amongst themselves? Some did. Actually, one of them was just right through the sort of sheet in the recovery area. And so they chatted and the uh, woman that came in with her was also a veteran. So they really connected and it's a pretty small tribe. Yeah, I spent the rest of the day with them. We went to lunch and he was sleeping in the car, which his wife said, that is really unusual because typically, you know, he's not able to relax in the car. We'll be following up with him, but it was already for him. There were some clear signs of of some good stuff that was changing. Doc Springer, what is it that this, it's called the Stella Ganglia Block. So just run us through it again, give for people that haven't heard of this. Stellate ganglion block is a treatment that is used for trauma in the past more than 10 years, but it's been around since 1926. And stellate ganglion block, or SGB as it's called, 
It's an injection in a cluster of nerves in the neck. And what it does is it seems to calm an overactive fight or flight system for many of the people we treat. About an 80% success rate. So most of the people we treat have a clear positive shift and we can often tell within minutes of the procedure. Uh, so it's been used for pain conditions in the past, but since 2008, you've interviewed Dr. Lipov, who published that first study on SGB for trauma. It's been used for trauma symptoms and things like sleep uh, disturbance and sudden floods of, of anxiety, feelings of irritability or anger, hypervigilance, uh, difficulties concentrating, and that acute startle response that many people have when they've been exposed to trauma. Thank you. And Kevin... We talked to you just before, the day before you went in, and now you've gone through the procedure. It sounds like almost instantly you felt different. I was more calm or calmer than before. And then when I came home, usually in the afternoons, I'm really tired and I, and I don't want to do work, but I do have a lot of things to do with presenting and going places and things. Well, I wanted to work last night. Now I did have some coffee, but I also attribute what had happened the stellate ganglion block uh, as giving me more concentration and helping me. I was a little workaholic last night, getting things done. Now I didn't sleep as, as best as I could have, but then again, I had slept during the day too. And I had coffee, which I shouldn't have. We're going to see how the days and weeks go on. I, I have images at night from when I was a child, quite a few nights. So I want to see how that goes. And, and if it improves my sleep and my concentration, oh, that's, that's what we're hoping for. So it sounds like already it's helping with your concentration. And so yes. you're looking for an, a nighttime difference. So far, it happened yesterday. So you've had a day. Do you feel uh, that much different today, just during the day in your natural activities? You know, this was, I work at the local schools in Novato in my hometown, and there's 13 of them. And I was extremely busy today. My mental acuity seemed to be better. It really did. I had a lot of things going on and I was just, boom, let's go, let's go, let's do it. So fantastic. Well, I would really love to check back with you maybe in a month or so and see how the nighttime part of that is going. I just love it that you are not only talking about it, you're bringing us people that are getting this done so we can see that there is relief from PTSD and help. It's not a life sentence, you know, and you're not broken. And it's an injury that yes. can be healed. It can be healed with the right treatment and the right support. And the thing about Kevin is that Kevin is somebody that has a lot of really good coping strategies already, which can make it easy for people to miss that there are maybe some things that he could get support with in terms of his biological, you know, his sleep was just not great for a number of years. And I've actually heard people say that sometimes when they get that calmer feeling or just feel good in their bodies, that it does have that effect for some people where they want to like go run a marathon. <laughs> you know, that's not common, but I've heard of that before with some patients. And I think it would be beautiful if you could follow up with, with Kevin in a month. I'm always happy to come back whenever you want me to come on, because I think that's what will tell is with time, with the new sleep pattern, you know, just like, let's let it reset and settle in and, and see how, how you're feeling, Kevin, in a, in a few weeks time. Yes. Look at you know, that. if they think they're getting these huge needles and it's going to be hideous scars and everything mm -hmm. and, and bruising, there's nothing there. And it just happened yesterday. So. Okay. That yeah. is so great. Now, how do we find out more information? 
people can go to stellacenter.com, S-T-E-L-L-A-C-E-N-T-E-R.com. And it's free to call somebody and uh, or register for a consultation. Uh, we don't charge for that. So there's information there. There's also a 35-page white paper that people can download from the Stella Center homepage. If anybody wants to do a deep dive into the research and the history of this and some of the, the ways that we're using this in our 40 clinics across the country, it's all on StellaCenter.com. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you for sharing your story and demystifying this and showing Laura your neck and <laughs> just like, thank you for going through that. Thank you for the trust that it takes to, to step forward and say, let's see if this can help me. Um, and I really hope that it helps you the way I've seen it help other people I've taken through this process. Thank you. Thank you. I have great hopes. So far, it's been fantastic. So thank you for, for being there for me. Well, I really appreciate both of you being on the show. You know, I think of so much of the work you're doing and I want to promote it as best I can in the best way I can. Thank you. And we will check back with Kevin. Well, I still want to talk to you about your podcast. Can well, you tell know, Kevin's coming on the podcast. I've just launched uh, the story of our trauma. It's presented by Stella, uh, but it's not going to be all about SGB. Most of the podcast episodes are not at all about Stella Ganglion Block. They're just about trauma and really helping people develop new insights and kind of shine new light on how trauma impacts us. So when Kevin comes on, we're going to talk about his trauma and we're going to talk about some of the things that have happened, you know, throughout his life and some of the treatment experiences that he's had, including stellar ganglion block, but it's not going to be the main thing we talk about. Episodes come every two weeks. Great. So podcast, you can go to the webpage or the website and find out more. There's also videos. They brought me to tears watching some of those videos. They're well worth watching. People that have gone through this process uh, sort of show the before and the after and it's just a wonderful thing. And so thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you, Lori. I'm Lori Hardy. Thanks for listening in today. And we hope you've learned something new. Join us again next week as we continue to talk with people that are making a difference.